So uh, this one's got like eight jets. I don't know if that's too many or too few. What do you guys think? Mike, I think you need to focus more on the size rather than the jet number. Good note, yeah. good note, good note. This one does say Olympic, Mike, so maybe we need to look more in the size, you know, your space, more like a lap okay. hop, t- hop yes. tub. So, so hop you tub. say Olympic, I hear gold standard, so I feel like that is what it's trying to convey. Mike, you know? with your history, I wouldn't think gold when I think the Olympics. I would think more like whatever comes below bronze, based on your okay. history, based on where where you how you did in uh, Tokyo. Yeah. Okay, Co- rude. Yeah. Copper, copper comes below bronze, yes. by the way. They give out copper medals now? Well, yeah, but like, they, have to, like, they have to stay out in the sun for a little bit and like in the weather, so they get that kind of like greeny color. Oxidization, mm-hmm. yeah. Yes, that's the word science, <laughs> am I right? Yeah, Imagine. Mike, you got uh, oxidized in, in uh, shot putt, right? Yeah, that's it. Okay. That's the one, yeah. Because you were, and you weren't competing, you were in the stands and they hit you, right? Yeah, no, what it was, yeah, no, what what actually happened was they hit me, mildly concussed, I picked up the ball and I threw it back because kind of like I was at a baseball game and it was an opposing (laughs) player's home run and I threw it so far, I hit someone on the other side of the field and they were like, we can't give you the medal, but that is very impressive. So they gave me a few pennies. Which I guess were the copper medals. I, I'm not 100% sure, but yeah. Ooh, Mike, look at this one. It has a little stand in the middle so you can put your microphone so you can record our podcast while you enjoy the hot tub. Oh, good. That, that's great. As opposed to the toilet where I typically record these. Yeah. Uh, and it's, it's uh, let's see, uh, a lot of money. Yeah. I don't know how much hot tubs usually cost, but comparatively, this is a lot of money. Shockingly, um, not cheap. Shockingly, the, there are very few budget options for hot tubs is what I'm learning here. Is Typically, they assume that the clientele are particularly wealthy, uh, which I don't yeah. know if that's And that's And you fair. also have to remember, right, you're, install, you're planning on installing this in your apartment in Town Hall. There's not a bathroom in there, which means there's no water going to that area. So mm-hmm. it's going to be a whole freaking thing to get this set up. So yeah, like, no. The mosquitoes are going to love this place. Forget the startup cost of just the hot tub. Like, you're going to at least have to double it to get this thing running. Yeah. Um, yeah you might have so to go really... cull again on this one, Mike. Yeah. You might yeah. be right. Have you them deliver. Right. You're yeah. going to really have to dance on uh, this week's episode of Everybody Loves Everybody Loves Raymond. Yeah. Yeah, I should I should look into some grout actually. Mm-hmm. Now that I'm now that we're saying that out loud, that's yes. like something I need. Well, what about and this you... one, Mike? That comes with the full set. It's for the it says for the sad man. It comes with piping. It comes with grout. It comes with um, a nice inflatable, I guess, partner that you can mm. spend time in the hot tub with. Yeah. Uh, what was the adjective for this guy? The adjective. Well, it's an acronym actually. It's sad. Yeah. Okay, um, um, that's me. Yeah. You want to know what it's... Well, you, you can see what I it stands for, I do want to know what it stands obviously. for. Well, yeah. I mean, you're looking at the placard right now because you're looking at the specs, so... Yeah. I mean, maybe yeah. we say it together what it stands for. Yeah, yeah, you got it. Yeah. So, you obviously, single. The, oh, the guys, single. you're reading two different signs oh, sorry, towards sorry, sorry. each other. Sorry, yeah, yeah. All right, one, well, I was looking at the smallest version of this model, and you were obviously looking at the largest one, which is the largest here one. they call special. Specialized one. Um, yeah. let's meet in the middle. Standard. <laughs> Standard. Aluminum. Aluminum. Yeah. 
dump. dump. <laughs> yep, that's the standard uh, aluminum dump. That's that's uh, sad. All right. Yeah. You know what else is sad? What? Recording your podcast in the middle of a hot tub store. Hi, welcome back to Everybody Loves Everybody Loves Raymond. My name is Alex Shear, and I'm the mayor of Limbrook, uh, and I am joined here, regrettably, by my two friends who helped me run this town. Well, first of all... Did I say regretfully? I meant joyfully. Yeah, well, I was gonna... You, you can't just walk at that level of an insult back at that point. I, It's a little insulting. But I hi, just everybody. did, with the power of editing, hey, hey, right. I didn't Se- say it. Seems like tensions are bubbling over a little bit in the hot <laughs> hey. tub showroom. Appreciative laughs from the other shoppers, salesperson giving me big nod. So let's try to, you know, take the temperature down a little bit. Yep, got him with that tag as hey. well. I'm killing. You're crushing it today. I, wow. Well, you know what? It, it's, it's my bubbly personality. Did I already use yeah. bubbling? Maybe. That's Who are Adam. you? Yeah. Well, I'm Adam Rudy. I well, Mike, you didn't get to do yours, did you? Oh you, yeah, you yeah, were sorry. in the middle of it. Yeah, yeah. Hi, everybody. I'm Mike G. Um, I'm a guy. I I am the hot tub construction man for this week at, of Limbrook. I uh, I don't know if that's an official title, but no, I, it's not. He's just a guy who wants a hot tub. That's I really pretty want a hot selfish. Tub. You don't Mike. you don't have to. You don't have to put like a special spin on it. Like you're not really working that you much can, this week. You took three personal days yeah, you in can a row. Take the week off, I, it's fine. And I then you come was... back and you're like, guys, come with me to find a hot tub. I know we have to record. Bring the microphone with you. It's just a whole thing. You gave me four personal days for the entire year, and I've used three of them this week to go hot tub shopping. And you, you've given me crap for it. So now I'm gonna come. Get, now, 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 now I'm gonna make this my job. I'm gonna. I'm giving you crap for business. it because, like, what a waste of those personal days. Why are it's you having waste. so much trouble deciding? You know the dimensions of your room. I mean, three whole. And I mean, you've been clocking in here. I've seen yep. your time cards. Eight hours a day for three days, just yes. at this one, the only hot tub showroom in town. Yeah. Well, this is the legendary hot tub showroom. First of all. Honestly, granted. Honestly, number one, number one, the dimensions of the space, they they sound smaller than they actually are. Okay, I believe that. I believe we can fill this thing wall to wall with hot tub. Second of all, okay, come, come here. I can't let I can't okay. let the employees here. Everybody, come, come in, come in. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I heard that these people have the fabled hot tub time machine. <laughs> no way. No <laughs> fucking uh, way. Yeah. I can't. I can't. Even walk if away it's. From that. Pre- even if like the location is correct, no way that the time is correct. Like you don't most know that. likely, that thing is traveling currently to a distant time, either mm-hmm. forward or back, and we are not able to see it. That's Adam, by the way. Yeah. Hi, Mike. Uh, I thought they were just selling the DVDs at the front of Hot Tub Time Machine and Hot Tub Time Machine Two and the multi pack two disc collection. Yeah, I I realize that now. It's a signal. And that's why I, um, you know, I'm trying to pay more attention to those things now because I am the um, chief um, interpreter for Limbrook of body language, how to tell when somebody's sending you a signal, when somebody is desperately uncomfortable because their wife walks into them, walks in on them with two women in your brother's apartment. I'm really trying to help Limbrook recognize when people feel good, bad, in between, 
You know, what's shaking? You know, what's shaking? We know. And you know what? What a power that's going to be because this episode is called The Apartment. It's season three, episode 11, and it's all about those awkward moments uh, between lion husbands and wives who know way more than they're given credit for. Robert's new apartment is beautiful women all over the place. They're like termites. Ray can't stay away. And that's all you need to know about that. We're going to be talking about this episode all the way through this entire uh, podcast, so make sure you listen to the whole thing. And that is a threat, not a promise. I will say that I love the description that you used of the women are like termites, because if that's the analogy... Yeah, Ray Robert's is, the wood. Ray is know? for sure the exterminator, though. Like, <laughs> Dude's got saw, no fucking game. You saw the way that he interacted with the woman. It was This was... Deer in headlights from start to finish. It was uh, not pretty. I have to say, I found the particularly the scene where Deborah walks in on him with the women in Robert's apartment to be some of the funniest uh, like farce comedy that I've seen in this show. I Th- yeah. I don't always <laughs> laugh out loud at these episodes, but this was hilarious to me. Him- I was just I, I was just about to say. The first time in probably like five or six episodes I have laughed audibly is when Robert came out saying, here's your money, girls. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah just that was a good one. Ray, Debrick coming, he's got the sparkling water for the women, and Debrick coming in, he's got the two glasses. <laughs> his, his cover for that is that he chugs both of the glasses. <laughs> was just so funny to me. Yeah. I just loved it. I also loved the little burp after it. Yeah, I, I, and turning yeah, around. Turns around. <laughs> yeah. God, the the physical comedy in this episode is strong. Yeah. Uh, it's probably the second most prevalent uh, thing in this episode, aside from just the shearing awkwardness that uh, yeah. that just is felt throughout the entire thing. Honestly, I have a lot the, to say. The first moment that we really got that that moment was just the elevator scene. Where Ray oh, just yeah. sticks his whole ass body in between the closing elevator doors. Mm-hmm. That was that was great. Great. Yeah. Just, I, I I have a question for you guys. Uh, just because I I haven't been able to really think about think of an uh, of an example. But have you have there ever been a time in this show where Ray has talked to a woman either his age or maybe even a little younger who is conventionally attractive and not married and not related to him? Because I think this might just be how he talks to all women that, that is he is not a, related to. A good, good question. So he, my thought immediately goes to him. We might probably haven't gotten to this episode yet because I feel like we would have remembered it. But there is a episode where Ray's uh, Ray loses his wedding ring. It like goes down a drain or something. Yeah, I remember that. And then, I, and then at the airport, he gets hit on by a conventionally attractive woman, and he doesn't realize it's happening. Until she asks asks him for a drink, and he's like, "Oh no, I'm married." And Deborah gets pissed at him. Um, but I loved. Uh, so that's where my mind goes. Yeah. But I think I, I will one- bet. I will bet a hundred dollars that that episode was at least partially written by Ray Romano. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Continue, Mike. For sure. For sure. Absolutely. Um, well, all of these I think are partially written by Ray. But um, uh, so that's why it's a good bet. Season yeah. one, episode twenty. Neighbors, um, Kathy Ladman and Patricia Belcher are women, and they are in Ray's house. That's right. Watching the um, 
video of Frank, you know, flashing oh, the yeah. neighborhood. <laughs> but wow, I don't that was an old episode. That feels like re- more recent. In, we also had the yeah. Angelina episode, which was oh, yeah. much creepier. That's true. Um, that was not a normal conversation on Ray's part. I don't know true. about women his age, but um, there's the dog where he's talking to Patience Cleveland, who's probably That's about right. his age at this point. And, Legend um, of uh, yes. Patience Cleveland. Don't remember your character's name, but... Nope, just Patience um, Cleveland. And also the ride-along talks to Judy. Yeah, um, right. If you want to... Aunt Serena was not related to him. And again, <laughs> true, but she's also about his, his age. age. Yeah. Conventionally attractive, though? Checks that box. Oh, yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. I mean... That lady was hot. We've seen the posters... In your apartment. You've got all Italian, you know, grandmothers. Yeah. Mm -hmm. In hot tubs. In hot tubs. So I'm I'm looking around. I see, uh, obviously, most of these hot tubs are empty, but this one's full and it's bubbling. Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't know about you guys. I brought my swimsuit. I brought a pot roast. Yo, toss that baby in. A little splash. I I brought some pasta. Okay, throw that in there. Yeah, got it, yeah. Maybe some, uh, and you know, put a salt the water for sure. We'll feed the whole yeah. town. Yeah, distract the, um, the, uh, uh, what do you call them? The sales, you know, I'll distract the salesperson. You guys, you got it. I'm getting in. Yeah, get in. You know, you give yes. it a little bit of that, uh, you know, the most important the ingredient. Flavoring. Yeah, you got it. Yeah, love. At the end, you won't be able to tell the difference between me and this pot roast. <laughs> anyway. Um, I'm gonna put my dick in it. Excuse me, uh, I'm. I need a little bit of help over here in the uh, this section that's on the other side of the store. Do you, are you busy? Can you can you help me find what I'm looking oh, for? Oh well, hey there. Yeah, absolutely. Hi. I can help you. Uh, Garrett yeah, says your name me. tag is Garrett, and I'm supposed to ask you about your kid. I don't really want to ask you about your kids, Garrett. Oh, my kid, Davey. You all, oh, you, you, you want to take a look at him? Oh, here he is. He's on the phone. Oh, you opened up your little vest and you've got like pictures of Davey, like fake Rolexes in there. Are these oh, for yeah, sale? Please. I mean, for the right price. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if you want to be selling pictures of your children for the right price, Garrett. Is there someone else who can help me? Oh, uh, you're uh, a Hey, dick. hey, you. Garrett, get the hell out of here. You uh, don't work here no more. You can't. Come on. Get out of oh, here. No. I'm a profit. I'm retired. Wait, his, no. his name tag didn't say Garrett. It said Jared? Maybe Sorry, that's he's not dark. welcome here no more <laughs> after the after the negotiation, after the allegations. Uh, can, can you help me find oh, something? False. Garrett, go home. Take the subway. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I guess we got to leave it in now. I can help you, sir. What 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 are you looking for today? Ah, uh, and your name is just. I My like name to know. Is, you can call me Joey. Hi, Joey. I'm Adam. I. Uh, your body language is reading very competent and, uh, dare I say, hunky. Oh, thank you for noticing. I intentionally hunk out my body. Uh, does it sell more hot tubs? Nope. Okay, so you don't like get in and model. This is just how I am. Okay. I, it, Garrett know. used to be Garrett used to be the model, and then, you know, everything that happened happened. We dealt with it. We settled out of court, and now he's just not welcome here anymore. <laughs> okay. 
did notice a distinct lack of like uh, publicity photos around the store of usually you go into a hot tub store, you see hunky men in hot tub. But anyway. We took them down. Okay. Yeah, we took them down. Joey, um, I need your help on this side of the store. Don't look over there. Um, what, over there? No, no, no. Over here where there are the uh, the verticals, the standing hot tubs that, you know, you get ah, in. Ah, like, yes. Stay under there, pot roast. Well, right here, it's your typical one-man show. Uh, it opens and closes like a mold. Uh, you have to ah. keep your hands very, very still. Uh, and then it encapsulates all over you. Very good on water efficiency. Right, right. Uh, as far as mo- mobility and freedom of movement, there is none. Uh, can fit into basically any corner. Uh, over here, we have our double-decker models. You see if you could have one friend standing <laughs> on top of the other. Yeah. Uh, the one friend on the bottom is going to have to get really good at holding his breath uh, because, again, it is just all one system oh, and the water okay. fills up. Uh, I see. It's great if you don't like living. Um, <laughs> so this so is this is either that. a double where one person sits on the other's shoulders or a single for a very tall person. You know, I suppose it is. Okay. If you know anyone that's eight foot five. Actually, I met somebody last week, but I don't know if he's still around. Um, Do you have one that is vertical, but also like that you can maybe like put, you know, seven people lined up, you know, for like, you know. I don't know what I'm trying to say. Do you, Do have, you have dimensions? Hey, Adam, check it out. I'm wearing my noodle hair. That's that's my friend. He's got a fun hat that you don't need to look at right now. Oh, okay. Um, I like hats. He, <laughs> it's yeah. This is a big day for him. Um, but you is don't. Is he need buying to the hot tub? He's he's currently shopping around. He's just browsing. Oh. He might make mm. a purchase. I here are the dimensions for um, my friend's apartment. It's, uh, I mean, to call it a studio would be generous, so that's why I'm more interested in these, like, you know, svelte sort of uh, economy models, these compact I models. I see. I think I have just the model for you. Let's come come with me. Walk walk this way. Okay. Beautiful right, scarf, by the way. Did, were you Don't in? forget the soy sauce. <laughs> soy sauce? What? Uh, that's, he uh, works in a Chinese restaurant. Oh, yeah. Konnichiwa. Oh, boy. I don't know if I like you either, Joe. <laughs> this store. Yeah, we got a lot of problems. Okay. So what are you showing me? What's over here? Yeah, over here. This might be the model you're looking for. So vertically, it's six feet tall. Okay. That foot on the bottom is where we store the jets. They get blown straight up. Wow. It'll make your dick fly like one of those wacky inflatable tube men's. Uh, which is wonderful. It's a very good feeling. That is probably an attractive feature for my friend. Yes, you you climb in on the side. There's like a ladder that you go up in. Got it. It's three feet wide, mm-hmm. six feet long. It's mm-hmm. basically just like a, a standing jacuzzi. You walk in. Uh, your friend, I don't know. He looks to be about four eleven. Well, don't look so at probably him. Probably gonna have to stand on his tippy toes. I could just tell from here. <laughs> He does uh, sound. Yeah, he, just, he, he gives off that vibe. Uh, so. Well, he gets a lot of voice roles as children, you know, for voice acting. So I could it's tell. really you a know, compliment. I'd, in a performative setting, he might be the one who usually plays the children. Uh, anyway, so yeah, hey we guys, also it's, sell it's these me, giant. Sh- could you turn back on the jets? I'd like to do the dick flap. 
I'm going to get my gun, Garrett. Oh, I swear gosh. to God. Jesus oh, no. Christ. <laughs> Is there another hot tub store or another branch of this store that maybe... No. Okay. God. And we can't never afford... never take me alive. We can't afford to buy a hot tub and pay the exit toll to leave Limbrook, so we're kind of... Can I ask a question about this hot tub right here? You said it's three feet wide. Is that three feet wide, like side to side, or three feet wide depth? And if not, feet, what is the depth? The, th- so the 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 side to side is three feet wide. Rhymes. Easy to get through Got any it. door. The actual like depth or the width inside the actual hot tub is two feet and like half two two and a half feet. Okay, so it so extends like, two and a half feet out from the wall. Yes. Okay. That is, I I ask because for the dick flapping jet functionality, that is more than enough space for my friend. I was just worried maybe it'll hit the glass. Evidently, oh yeah, not I, I forgot to mention like the whole front is just glass. There's no actual like physical wall, so you could see the dicks swaying in the wind. <laughs> that was my if understanding. That is what you yeah. desire. Yeah, no, I forgot to mention that for the for your listeners at home because I see oh. you're carrying around a microphone. Oh, this this old thing. Well, I mean, I I work um, on a podcast. Uh, maybe you've heard of it. I know it looks like all the speakers and like TVs in this place have been smashed. Oh, you're the boys who do the 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 Raymond thing. Yeah, we we uh, recap every episode of Everybody Loves uh, Raymond, and we play the episodes for the town. Over yeah, we get them all... on that model over there. Oh, it's a, it's a jacuzzi, but the bottom's a screen, so you oh, look down cool. and you watch the TV. Very hard to see through all the bubbles, but you know, no one's perfect. No, indeed. Um, but yeah, I, I I'm glad. Were you able to watch it though? You were able to submerge your head under the bubbles to. Uh... Well, yeah, the bubbles aren't actually in there. We just turn it on its side and use it as a very expensive TV. That explains why there is about an inch of water all over the entire floor of this place. Um, you saw season three, episode 11, though. The apartment. Yeah, the apartment. Did you have a, any specific sort of reaction to it? I mean, there was a lot going on, particularly hot tub-wise. There were a lot of beautiful women. Garrett, Garrett my God. Uh, even I, you know, I know it's not my place. I know you don't work here I'm getting anymore. the bear traps. <laughs> what a, listen, I just need another commission. I just, I would love another commission. <laughs> Go to the hot tub store across the street. What, do you you not, didn't hear that, Mr. Oh, Adam. What? Do you, you not just that, want Mr. some Adam. money, Garrett? Like, why do you need I, to earn it, I guess is my question. Hot <laughs> days living. I'm a capitalist at the end of the day. Okay. I'm sure do capitalism you appreciates your endorsement. Yeah, I have money. I'd love some money. Okay. Your body language is telling me exactly what you're going to use the money for, so I'm oh, yeah? not inclined to give it to you. You don't, don't know that. You are fully hunched over, almost yeah. cowering, like yeah. some sort of, I mean, the only word is golem. I need that hot tub, man. Garrett. <laughs> you need to Get sell out. a hot tub so that you can buy your own hot tub? I'll lead people to a treasure I myself cannot attain. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Now you die. Okay. What? Well, before that, oh, thank you. Uh, the episode, and right. Garrett, if you must, I kind of don't want you to be murdered in front of me, so I thank will you. allow you to respond. 
Um, I have a few thoughts. Yeah, the thought your thoughts on the hot tub. Robert says that the women hog the hot tub, and he's kind of down about it. And Ray, yeah, that is a yeah, that is a sad shame. Uh, it is a it is a symptom that we're trying to deal with. The anti women functions on these hot tubs are uh, up and running for the most part. Uh, we're trying to get rid of them. They are like termites in a way. Uh, just trying to uh, sit and enjoy the hot tub. How is that not simile getting around town so quickly? Comes and goes, you know? It just makes our way into our brains, kind of like termites. Anyway. <laughs> yes, you were saying. So, yeah, uh, it, is a, it is a problem in the hot tub community. Um, it is. There's a lot of work and research being done in it to make it uh, the, the uh, a better experience uh, for the rest of us. Uh, I like it. Yeah, Garrett likes it because he likes women. Shocker! He's a I like the feature. You turn. You t- it's said to Auntie. You said it to the other way. Uncle. It's good. What? You you said the one way was Auntie, so the other way would be. <laughs> yeah, you said it to the other one, and you get Uncle Woman. <laughs> You get Uncle Uncle George Women joins your hot tub. It's like a beaconing symbol. It's great. It's Senator Uncle George Women? Yeah. Who represented New York in the in the seventies? Yeah, that's the guy. And I'll he was big on Watergate, right? Yeah. Because he wanted to add bubbles. He, he was it was it was all in for the bubble bath, and I'll tell you what. He comes in, he's bringing the bubble mixture. It's actually quite invasive, if you ask me. I would like to elaborate on the bubble mixture, actually, oh. because there was a dangerous scene shown in this show. They, at the hot close, when Marie comes in with the bubble soaps and pours them into the jacuzzi, mm-hmm. that is a very dangerous thing to practice. Please do not try that at home. Really? It's very similar to Mentos and Coke. Uh, you don't want to get the, the soap bubbles in the already <laughs> bubbling jacuzzi. You will explode wow. and potentially die. Uh, it's not something that you want to do. I've done uh, it eight times. And that explains a lot about Garrett and uh, a lot about this restraining order that he does not follow. I like when it goes foom and I go into the air. And it goes into you, I, one has to assume. Yeah, that's why I need a new one. Cleans you yeah. out. Really yeah. cleans out the insides. It's a one-use show, pony. So that's that's my take on the hot tub sections of this episode. Yeah, I wanted to... Uh, let's talk about the hot clothes. I mean... We don't worry. This is all going to get edited in the show. You're actually the first person I'm talking to today. But oh hell yeah! End of the episode. You know, they're all sitting. Ray, Frank, and Robert sitting in the hot tub in what used to be Robert's room and is now Frank's lounge. He, I, I thought Marie was joking when she said uh, he wanted to turn it into a bathroom, like a bathroom in sort of the sense of like a place where Frank, you know. Uh, it expels the waste of his life, you know? And can be freely naked, yes. Freely nude. Uh, and the the design of the bathroom I found hideous. Teal and wood paneling is not a great mix. Thoughts? Uh, yeah, I have many thoughts on that. You may think I am even an artist in this case uh, with all the thoughts I have on this. Teal and wood don't really go together, especially that shade of teal. I'm looking at it now. It's kind of a grayish teal. Really clashes with the browns in the wood. Yeah. If you, you're going to want to get something a lot more bright and vibrant, I would suggest like a nice oceanic blue to go with that wood. I think that would look much better. What would go with, huh, no pun intended, what would go with teal? 
What wood would go with teal? Maybe like a nice uh, stone, like a, 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 oh. a kind of something that is also uh, a grayish color, maybe a little light, a lighter value wise, like a whitish gray stone. Uh, That's what I would pick. Stone, something the hardest to, to, wood. Something to make the teal kind of shine, but not really uh, match it value wise is what I would say. You, and I know this stuff because I know hot tubs. Have you designed, some of these hot tubs honestly are beautiful. Are you, do you design them yourself? Nope. We get them from the shop up north. Do you? But you select the st- the stock. Nope. <laughs> they sell us whatever they have. <laughs> you get like a mystery box of hot tubs every week. We subscribe to to a hot tub mystery box uh, from the same people that brought you hot tub time machine. Oh, uh, hey, wait, wait, actually, wait, hey, I I heard a rumor that there is a hot tub time machine here. Is there any truth hmm. to that? Yes. Yeah. Garrett. Garrett. What? You know, actually, I'm really interested in that hot tub time machine. I might I might Where be warming up to Garrett. From? Son, let me tell you something. That hot tub time machine is not worth a dime. It is going to destroy your life. It's going to destroy everything. If you like your life in any way, I suggest you stay the hell away from it. You That's give a me funny 20 way bucks of, and I'll give it to you. Stop it. Wait, what was that price again? Twenty bucks. Twenty thousand dollars. Okay. Let me check with my. I need to check with my compatriots. But you very well could disrupt all of history. Well, Garrett, don't go away. Joey, don't kill Garrett. I'm gonna check with no my promises. friends. Well, <laughs> that guy just. That guy had to think on a twenty dollar pitch for a time. We're trying machine. to buy a hot. <laughs> Let me just check with my friends. I will be right back. Please don't kill each other, honestly. I'm getting the knives. Get out. The knives? Oh, yeah, look at all these knives on the walls of the hot tub store. Okay, I'll be right back. Hey, guys. The spaghetti is so warm. It's kind of gross. I feel all noodly. It looks like I I got curly hair. It looks like I got curly hair. I'm still on that. It's great. I'm eating Mike's hair. Yeah, it's great. It's awesome. You'll never guess where the pot roast is. <laughs> it's, it's yeah, it's gone. Let's leave it at that. <laughs> it's inaccessible. Uh, yes. Okay. We didn't need it if that's what price. you're thinking. Pardon? Adam, what'd you find out about hot tubs? Mike, did you say for a price? Yeah, for a price. <laughs> it's accessible for a price. It's, it is accessible for a price. Okay. Well, yeah. how does twenty dollars sound? You need, a, you need a little bit of a higher pitch. Well, how does yeah. spending $20 sound? Because oh, I was man. just talking to the salespeople over there, and they kind of confirmed that the hot tub time machine is in the back. Whoa. Wow. What did I tell you guys? I, I, I didn't waste my time here. And they're going to sell it to you for 20 bones? Between twenty and 20000 one guy really didn't want me to go anywhere near it he said something about like changing history and like you know if you if you like living like uh, some bullshit like that but another guy was like really into it and really excited and it was going to give us a great deal so i feel like mike how much cash you got i i had 
$50, but I got in the hot tub with the cash in my pocket, so it's kind of inaccessible oh, now. Oh, I thought cash this was cash. I thought this was pesto on the spaghetti. It's it's yeah, melted no, no, dollars. No, you, could, you you've heard of edible gold? This is edible cash. You know I've heard of edible gold, Mike. I have my website edibleGold.com. Don't even yeah, yeah, yeah. fuck around. That's a real thing by the way. I'm not sure. Like I'm not Oh, I'm not. it is. I've I've eaten gold. It's delicious. Yeah. I have a website called ediblegold.com, Mike. Don't talk down to me about edible gold. Yeah, I've but I've been to your edible gold and it's kind of like a website and it's like it's kind of like a metaphor like you're like yeah. this is edible gold and it's like a, a really nice picture it's of a burger. It's mostly SpawnCon for Velveeta. Um, Holy shit. I just went to ediblegold.com on my phone and yeah, there's just a picture of Adam. Yeah, I mean, you know, and he's eating gold. To the word enveloped was what they don't look it me. up at home though. Enveloped in Velveeta, and Velveeta upped. Feels like a fetish. I'm not I feel like we're sure, getting away from the hot tub. Like we need to buy this. They gave me ten bucks, so I mean, I'm fine to they spend that on the hot tub. Hot tub time machine. Ask you. To, oh, Velveeta gave you ten bucks. Velveeta gave me ten saying, bucks. I thought you were saying the salespeople gave you ten bucks. To spend twenty bucks on a time machine. Velveeta gave me ten dollars yeah. to purchase two. the domain name ediblegold.com to buy six crates of Velveeta, which I had to melt myself, to hire a photographer and take a photograph of myself enveloped in Velveeta to put on that website for ten dollars. Worth it. Listen, I mean, hey. I'm all in. We're, I'm all in for the hot tub time machine. Where are we going? You know, Mike. I was gonna well, we say we need ten more dollars. Uh, we we oh. would really have to rush uh, getting this uh, hot tub. But if it's the hot tub time machine, we could just go to. Uh, we could travel in time to tonight because tonight is ladies' night. Of course, the only night That's of the week true. that ladies can come that is, into the city hall. There you go. Um, you know, we're gonna have at least uh, like we're gonna have so many women at this party. <laughs> Uh, and we need that. We need the hot tub. We are gonna have. We invited so many women. We ladies' night is huge for us, Mike. I know that you haven't been as heavily involved in it as we have, no, but I've been researching really I... the body language that people do on the dance floor. And ladies' night, this has been shown in studies, is correlated with a five thousand percent increase in mm-hmm. paying taxes. Yeah, nice. so it's gonna you know be what? great. For you know, us. you know what that means, Mike. You know, with Ladies' Night, means Adam's out of the picture. It is just time for us single guys to roam, and Adam Boys has to live vicariously through us. Well, speaking night. of which, I will be hanging. I wanted, pictures. I wanted to talk about a certain aspect of this episode with you guys. Sure. Um, specifically, do you mind if I, uh, by the way, sit on uh, some of the spaghetti here? I'm no, please. I'm running back and forth. Okay, let me here just... have some spaghetti and seat balls because <laughs> you're sitting. That's good. So, uh, the idea of Ray living vicariously through Robert so he could experience dating again is a cool concept, and I want to get into that. But what I really want to talk to you first from both of your perspectives because you have very different perspectives, Adam being a uh, a heavy in a heavy partnership with someone he's been with for a long time, and heavy Mike being yeah. Well, I don't know, just a very That's deeply involved part. I don't know. No, I no, think, you're right. You're looking. That is the only way to describe being married. Is a heavy a partnership. Heavy partnership. Thanks. With Adam I've heard being, the word. I've heard the word committed. 
Yes. That, well, well, well you know, like, okay. Alex has been watching a lot of, like, 60s, like, Vietnam movies, and he's picked up some of the terminology. So don't be afraid if he drops words like heavy or calls you man or dude a lot. Um, and anyway. Do not bring up the war. So, men, uh, let me rephrase. With I want both of your perspectives on this because Adam is married and Mike is in a committed relationship with his left hand. <laughs> so uh, I want to know. I saw the subtle smile come on your face, boy. Nice. Uh, so how do you guys feel about some action. the idea of <laughs> checking someone out while in a partnership? Not cheating per se, but doing kind of what Ray did. Just kind of thinking someone else is hot. What problem Ray, or not problem? What Ray is doing is not thinking someone's hot. It is really creepily staring at women who are in the room with him, Fair. like screaming at Robert about how hot these women are. Like he, you would think that, and we don't have a ton of evidence that he has, but you would think that Ray has never been without Deborah near women before. Like he is, I, be, I believe it. He is uh, like big incel vibes from Ray here. You know, I'm a little worried about Ray. Generally, That's a great point. you can think someone's attractive while you're in a partnership, um, and it's not a big deal. It all depends on like the behavior of it, right? So, Ray lurking around, hanging pictures so that he can ogle women. That seems messed up to me but if ray was just and you know again communication which we often talk about being a problem with ray um if he had just been talking to deborah and he had been like oh you know and there's a lot of attractive women around that doesn't like cross a line to me at all that seems like a, an observation that doesn't necessarily cross over into what he the you know the behavior of it hmm. that was really well put uh, answer and I agree uh, just in the concept of you know thinking other people are attractable in a relationship I think that's absolutely fine I do think it's something you should uh, establish with your partner of like hey you know we love each other but like you know other people exist and it's fine to think other people in the world are attractive it would be nice to know you have good taste because you're dating me uh, that kind of stuff yeah um, but yes I also agree that what Ray is doing here is too much too fast again i really liked how frank was just oh, no yeah. holds barred just like dad what are you doing here i'm here for the broads i loved that i loved him I, yeah. putting Very on funny. his glasses to lean yeah. over throws yeah. open the balcony door and just leans over <laughs> it hits that's... a lot harder after we've had like almost 20 minutes of ray trying to convince deborah and himself that that's not why he's there yeah He's not being honest with himself, or maybe oh, he, he is. He's not he's being honest about. with Deborah. Yeah, for sure. Like he's okay. so guilty throughout the whole thing that he's not. He, he's not. He's not thinking to himself. I'm just. I'm just going over there, for Robert. He knows. Yeah, no, you're right. I'm there. You're right. You're to right. To look at women. I'm there to look at one thing, one thing only. And that's a butt. Well, two things. But two things. Yeah. I guess I three. Guess. Yeah. Um, Four. Their personalities got to include those, yes. Um, but uh, I, I will say that, like, you know, he's not, like, I don't think that there was a moment in, in that bedroom scene 
where Ray is thinking to himself, yeah, I'm actually going over there for Robert and then discovers it. He full on knows he's lying. He full yeah, on knows. Big like time. this is I'm 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 lying to my wife right now. Like, oh my god, Ray, you, you fucking train wreck, man. Like just I love it. all the way through this episode. Exactly one it. of my first lines is just Ray has no fucking game. And then after that is just like <laughs> I wrote Ray with five Ys. This isn't going to end well. And then in quotations, I just want what's breast for him. I loved, I, I, for whatever reason, on paper, that is not a joke that like resonates with me. It's but in the context, not a joke kind of period. What? It's on not paper, a joke. It's just not a joke. Yeah, it's true. Uh, but the way that Ray plays it, and the way he plays that whole scene of being so defensive and being and like rationalizing it to Deborah so much. I'm there for Robert. I'm there for Robert. Um, That when he says that and just sort of freezes, I just want what's breast for him. And then freezes looking like at the floor over the side of the bed. That body language was so funny to me. Uh, And that just set up, you know, the rest of the episode. Anytime Ray is confronting this issue just being the the physicality of it really really right. sold it for me he he's just got this whole like even before deborah says a word to him he's got this whole like oh fuck she's on to me vibe to him like he he realizes that uh he's done something that he feels ashamed of in relation to his marriage and he knows deborah would not be happy with him about and so, like, he's just going for the gold of, like, I just got to hide this. But it's already too late. He had been going there a couple days. He knew he was in too deep. And lying about it just made it worse for him in the end. You can't feel bad for this guy. He had a lot of chances for this to not turn out how it did. Yeah. I And I love in this scene, by the way... Uh, I want to call out a couple of the lines because there were some really great lines. Deborah being calling him out on saying, you know, I just want what's breast for him and him like getting very serious all of a sudden. I did not say that. And it's not funny. I'm very, very tired. Um, and then his uh, physicality of pretending to be asleep as Deborah asks mm-hmm. him what he's actually doing over there. And she says, I think you have more fun over at Roberts. And he's like, how can it be more fun? There's no you over there. And then does the like limpest, clammiest head pat <laughs> that you've ever seen. Uh, uh. So funny. And then him uh, like culminating in him overcorrecting so hard. He does like a, he rants at her, does a very sharp yawn, a short, sharp yawn, kisses her and rolls over very aggressively. I just loved um, just all of that in this scene. Oh, uh, Absolutely. Mike, do you have any thoughts before I get to my next question? I loved it. I really did. I just, the how, I wonder, I just love how desperately awkward Ray is, even like in the elevator, when the woman's like, oh, what was her name? Was it Michelle? It was Michelle. Um, like Michelle, the Beatles. She's like, that was their I'm kind Mich- of French yeah. song. Where um, she's like, hi, I'm Michelle. And he's just like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was... I thought that was great. I thought that uh, was awesome. Can we talk about the lobby of the Crown View Apartments, by the way? Huge. What else will we talk about? 
absolutely nothing else because it is very odd. Um, there is some horrid hotel art, which we called out in the first uh, time we saw Robert's apartment. I also want to talk about this sign, the directory that Ray is looking at. It says, Crown View Apartments, another fine single you community. You the episode so you could see the... the- not only uh, that. The floors? Yeah, Mike, didn't you see, like, for, like, 30 seconds, the episode was paused all over town? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I thought I was I thought I was sleeping. Thought it was buffering. Uh, yeah. Another fine single community developed by Bussy Inc. Sharon Bussy was the nice. show's production nice. designer. Oh. Yeah. She's a very successful production designer, too. She's got, like, awards, and she's been working nonstop. I'm sorry, the... You're very disappointed the, in finding out the, that the, you have to respect the, this woman. Yeah, this, these, these last couple of years have ruined this last name for yeah, me. Yeah, I, I really. I'm so sorry. I, know I really want to make fun it of might be pronounced "bus." To be fair, I couldn't find any interviews with her, and I did look. I, I really, really want this to be the Bussy Apartments. I really do, for Robert's sake. He needs yeah. it. Oh my God! Could you imagine? That yeah. man is a bottom. B u s s e. The show's uh, it probably design. is bus or boos or busse, French. Or, yeah, <laughs> but it's not spelled how we all think it's spelled. Which you know, is it's funny. The Crown View Apartments on the sign has an E after Crown. Do you think she was like, "There's an E at the Crown-y. end of my name"? <laughs> Throw an E on Crown. Yeah, that's how that works. <laughs> I mean, you know, the weirder things have happened. Yeah, that's right. So listen, how are we going to find ten more dollars? Got the bus with a hot tub. <laughs> I mean, I am the mayor, so I could just go back to town hall and get ten dollars from the tax vault. No, but we can't. too easy. That's, I, your that's, that's embezzlement. Also, <laughs> and look, here's here's the truth, right? If we leave this store right now, and then we come back later. Not only will the hot tub time machine not be here, it will have never been here because time travel <gasps> that's bullshit. True. So we have to get it before we leave, and preferably before we go on another Everybody Loves Raymond tangent. What if we sold the spaghetti? Ding dong. I hear a, someone coming into the store. That's what that is. I thought it was a doorbell for a second. Hello. But no, it's like the little... I'm looking for a hot tub. Can somebody help oh, me I, find a hot tub? I, oh, right here, right here, right here. I can help you. I can sell you a time machine for $10. You must have read it all over my face. I did come in here because I saw the clues on the outside for the hot tub time machine. Yep, here it is. You can see the time machine spaghetti and the time machine man. Uh, They're right here ready for going. The controls are on the inside. And just for you, my friend, it is $10. It does look a little different from what I've seen in the films, but I suppose... That's just movie magic, baby. And you know what else? This time machine has gone through time so many times that just it looks different because of what time has done to it. You Wear know? and tear, as it were. You mean when and tear. <laughs> yes. That was good, right? That was very good. I like that. I like that a lot. Do you mind if I use that? I don't yeah. know if you... Yeah, no, that's mine. I, I don't fuck off. I don't know if you recognize me. Um, maybe my long, colorful scarf gave it away a little. I'm um, a certain uh, medical practitioner from across the pond. 
<gasps> Harry Potter. That's right. <laughs> That's me. Oh, I love your magic tricks, man. Do, do make ten dollars appear right now. Well, I'd, I'd have to look in the spell book for that one and then figure out the exchange rate. I I do have, I don't know, 50 quid I could give you. Not That's sh- worthless, man. Okay, yeah, I'm not sure. Mike, what's quid? Eh, what? I'm he sorry, knows Harry this- Potter. He knows you better. I don't know who you are. Hey, how you doing? Uh, my name is Mike G. I, uh, uh, I just got done putting the soy sauce in the, in the hot tub. How you doing? Do you work here, or were you just putting soy sauce in the hot tub? <laughs> I like I I. Are you hungry? some sort of low stakes domestic terrorist, or do you work here at the hot tub store? <laughs> low stakes. I, I don't. Uh, I don't do anything low stakes. I'll tell you that right now. Um, I guess you'd I be also... using teriyaki if you were a low stake terrorist. Yeah, that's correct. <laughs> that's correct. Teriyaki. Anyway, do you want to buy some of my hot tub spaghetti? <laughs> No, he's buying a hot tub, Mike, okay, with we... the spaghetti because it's uh, a time machine. Damn it, how are we going to compete with that? We're at the hot tub store. Mike. What? Just tell him it's $10. It's $10. All right, do you take GBP? Uh, we don't deal with AI, sir. The, the gross bussy product? I, I don't know if we can deal with the gross bussy product. That, that, that the Great British like a... Pounds, my dear boy. Look, King Charles on the bills. Doesn't sound too great if there's a king on the bill. That's all I'm saying. Look, but, big uh, hands. Big fat hands. I feel like my... King Charles on the bills. Camilla on the back. Yeah, that's fine. Look, if you fold it, you can see Meghan and Harry. That can't be true. Yeah, Harry you Styles? It. Yeah. You can see Meghan Markle and Harry Styles, who we, the British people, wish she got married to instead of our dear boy, Prince Harry. Holy shit. And personally... I wish that she had married me, Harry Potter. That's kind of why I want the machine. I, hold on. Is so I can we go back break, in time and marry Meghan yeah. Your goal is to keep the royal family together. Yes. By by traveling through. You, I Harry suppose. Potter himself. Well, my intentions are a little more selfish than that. I, Harry Potter, want to marry Meghan Markle because I'm in love with her. But in doing so, we'll save the royal family. So there are a few logical questions that I have for this. Question number one: Can I just if, Ginny? if I continue this conversation with you, am I putting a hold on the hot tub time machine? Or nope, it's no, yours. You... I already took your money, and I'm gonna bring it to the back okay. to put in the hot tub safe. Got it. Sounds good to me. Um, then I'm I'm happy to continue talking to you while he does that. Harry, my second question is this. You're famously from a franchise that already has a time machine mechanic in it or a time travel mechanic in it. What, what, why do you need a hot tub? My dear boy, that was a work of fiction loosely inspired by my own life. Sort of like The Blind Side is based oh. on a true story, but it's not gotcha. actually a true story. So magic isn't real? Well, it depends on your definition of magic. When okay, I look at you... Meghan Markle, I feel a little bit of magic in the old, the old thumper, the old heart. Okay, so so what I'm gathering is you're thirsty as fuck. <laughs> I'm in love. Did you kill Voldemort? Well, I am thirsty. I every time I see her, I drink two glasses of Perrier straight up. <laughs> you didn't answer the question. What was your question? 
Did you kill Voldemort? How do you know about Nathan Voldemort, the teenager that I killed drunk driving in high school? So there's kind of a documentary about it. Not sure if you're aware, but um, Shit. that's a... Uh, I yeah. split him into seven pieces with my Taurus. Jesus Christ, this got a lot. Because I ran over him, and then I backed up because I was like, what was that? And I ran over him again, and then I backed up again because I wasn't sure. And then I thought I saw my mum calling me from down the street, so I pulled ahead again. And then in doing so, I forgot that I was towing a U-Haul, so that was six. And then, of course, it was towing another U-Haul behind that, ergo seven. And... Would you believe it? Uh, uh, he died. I would believe that, actually. To be clear, I would believe that that is... Uh... I thought it was just a speed bump. Or whatever we call them over there. We must call it like a bumpy wumpy or something. A bumpy... No, I, I, it's famously a bumpy wumpy. That's absolutely it. Yeah, that's that's correct. I still... I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I ever have the desire to go over a bumpy wumpy seven separate times so anyway don't tell anyone that's another thing that it's lower down on the list but if i do get the hot tub time machine i do get to go back in time i am going to hit the brakes before i run over nathan voldemort at least the first that, couple of times i was gonna say that you know i think that's the i might just keep driving towards priority? my mum down the street so got you know it. cut it off at five got it understood so okay um do you want to know what was in the two U-Holes? Do, do I want to know what was in the two U-Holes? I feel like I'm going to regret knowing because every moment that I've continued to talk to you has made my existence worse. <laughs> I'm an interesting person. What can I say? That's why they based what was eight it? movies on me. What was in the U-Holes? It's about 30, 40, 50 brooms. I, I was working as a house cleaner at the time. So I was going around, doing a lot of sweeping, um, and then my signature was always to leave a little gold chocolate ball behind, and I would write a little note that says, don't snitch. Starting to think you also might be the the uh, inspiration for Santa Claus, actually. That's, uh, that's also pretty cool. <laughs> I might. Hey, Harry, what was your... We have met you, How long have you been in Limbrook? I've been here for, well, gee, when did I... I started studying at Hofstra University for my Master's in Fine Arts and Poetry, and this was the only place I could afford to live because those so, residuals dried up quick. J.K. Simmons yeah, holds on to those like you wouldn't believe. J.K. Simmons? J.K. Simmons? A lot of people of don't J know that J.K. Rowling... No, no. J.K. Simmons is too great a man to, to put in the same category. Well, that's why he he's didn't been... want to put his name on the drivel that uh, he wrote about my life. He's, he's, it started given... as a group therapy exercise because I was in group with him because we were both battling some pretty serious demons. I ran over another boy, and as you know, he was a, a quite an abusive music teacher uh, for a period of time. There, <laughs> I ran over a boy, and he smashed a drum set over a boy's head. So we were in sort of an anger management class, and one of the assignments was write a book about somebody who is also in the class. So he wrote about me, I wrote about him, and that's where he got the idea for Farmer's Insurance commercials, where he plays the, the insurance guy, and the rest is history. That's fascinating. Does that answer your question? Yes. Hi. I'm back. I, I'm here to stop. What I'm here to save you, Mike. Mr. I was, Popper. I just got to the... 
asking him about the episode. I wanted to know Harry Potter's thoughts. The episode. Oh, you still episode talked about Harry that. Loves Raymond. Jesus Christ! I just gave him the fake Britty British money, and we were gonna take the real. To- you can mind. call it Britty money. That's what we call it. Yes. Fake money. Uh, also, in the other room, I heard you go, Mister Potter. I'm in love, and Mike just going. Did you kill Voldemort? <laughs> Killed me. Well, I, I, I've been trying to put that behind me, but to answer your question, very funny. Uh, and it was behind me because I drove away and have not been caught to this day, so don't tell anyone. Yeah, I watched. I watched the episode on Channel Four, of course, when it aired back in 1998. Do you have any specific questions about it for me, or? I, I would love to know. Specifically, have you ha, do you have any younger children or siblings or anything like that? I have younger children and siblings. Yes, I have. I have. Uh, How I I don't know if this was true for you, but the scene where Allie was getting her shoes tightened over and over again felt very, very real to me. That definitely feels like a definitely feels like a kid thi- a thing a kid would do. You know. Oh Just yeah. Asking for them to be even. I've got a question, uh, Harry, and I've been meaning to talk. I wanted to talk about this with Adam, but since he fucked off to hell knows where. So, Garrett, what was prison like? I'll tell you what it was. It was a, it was a time and a half. I I had a I, I I was really rough until I infiltrated the Aryan gang, and then I became tracks. And then I became the leader. It was great. I ran that place. Were you in that prison where uh, they uh, started bussing in Subway? Was that you? Yeah, that was bussing in uh, Subway, it's, pretty it's funny. It's pronounced bussying in Subway. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Joey. What did you want to ask me about, Alex? Yeah, so I mentioned this earlier about uh, living vicariously, and I wanted to know your thoughts. Uh, you too, Mike, I guess. Uh, about the idea of Ray wanting to kind of have that vicarious uh, dating life through Robert, basically being interested in him because he kind of wants to have that experience again. Because I actually kind of related to that uh, in two ways, and I'll get to that when I hear your guys' answers. But uh, how do you feel about that? I don't really... Oh, well, actually, I'll let Harry answer first. Thank you. That's very considerate of you. Um, I'm... I kind of want to hear your perspective as well, because I've been married for quite a while now, and I don't really... Married Potter. Married Potter. And don't tell my wife that I'm trying to go back in time to marry Meghan Markle. Yeah, I was going to say, there's there's something a little fucked here too, yeah. Uh, It's sort of like a marriage in name only, uh, for for the kids' sake. We're taking Blink-182's advice and staying together for the kids. I love... (laughs) Especially early 2000s, Blink-182, big pop-punk fan. Interesting. Anyway, um, I've been married for a while, and I I feel personally for my life, um, the benefits of having a long-term partner sort of outweigh... I, I guess I just wasn't a good dater when I was single-swinging bachelor, but I don't really miss it. Um, I don't really miss playing the field. And you know, I'm more I'm more content not with my wife, obviously at this point, but for several years there, I was more content just having a, a long term partner that I could spend my life with and go on adventures and you know do battle with other wizards in the park with uh you know pretend wands because I do so show saying- up at those things, you know, sign autographs, make make a couple bob, 
So you're saying you can't really relate to the idea of wanting to, uh, like, kind of get involved in someone else's dating life. We're not even get involved, but like, kind of just like hear and learn about it to kind of ha- experience that type of feeling of uh, getting to know someone again. Well, I I think. Um you know, the degree to which you're doing that, like Ray is clearly like living vicariously through Robert. He wants Robert to, you know, shag all these women. But if it's, if it's more like he's just supporting Robert and going on the journey with him, then I think that's, that's great. That's fun. I, I'm all that's for not that. what Ray's doing. That is not what Ray's doing. Ray wants pictures, videos, detail, like, he wants to know what's going on in the hot tub. He wants to see where the jets have been, so to speak. I think he just wants to put himself in Robert's shoes. Were there lines that, that Ray dropped about all that? Because here's what I took away from that. I thought Ray was being a shitty brother, not because he was living vicariously through Robert, but because he didn't care about Robert. It sounded like he was there to look at these objects. He was, you know, he doesn't treat them like people. For and sure. then move on. I don't remember I mean, him in, asking. In the- he... he I know that he encouraged Robert to like ask out Michelle, but I don't remember him being like, "Oh, dude, you got to tell me how, how how big's her butt or anything like that." I don't remember. Well, no, because he could see it for himself. Yeah. Uh, but it was more just a line, uh, a few lines dropped in the episode. Uh, one being Deborah saying, "Oh, so you come here to live vicariously through Robert?" Yes, Deborah said that. And Ray's like, "Yes." <laughs> I think gotcha. Ray's whole attitude when he first shows up at Robert's apartment of, especially the line of, um, you know, he sees all the women. He's like, uh, you know, are there any men here? And Robert's like, and this is kind of a homophobic line. There's male nurses and mention. flight attendants. Um, or as we would call them, air hosts in the UK. Um, Get out of here. You know, Harry, I'm I just, I don't know. I don't know why air hosts is where I've drawn the line after you, after you confessed to attempted adultery and manslaughter. But it is, but there was something about that. It's not adultery if I go back in time to do it, dear boy, because I was never married. It's still probably adultery. I don't know. I don't know where the line is, but you currently were. You would have, would have been. My point is Ray's reaction to that of like, oh, so you're the king of the kingdom. What the hell is wrong with you, Robert? This is a very nice place to live. Like he's freaking out. He's like, come on, get out there. You know, shag all these women. Shag. (laughs) Drifting a little bit into Austin Powers territory. I'm going to pull back. Yeah. (laughs) But he, he does seem, and he says to Robert, he says, I've never been more jealous of you, um, which boosts Robert's ego a little bit. I like how Brad Garrett it's plays funny. it in that scene. That's he yes. sort of like picks himself up. He's like, oh, well, okay. But it's it's a very shallow thing t- for him to be excited about. Of Like, oh, you get to stare at all these women. You know, that's... It's very in character for Robert. Oh, yeah, for it's Robert. very in character for Robert. For, for him to feel that way, for Ray to be envious of him in any way, uh, basically just makes Robert's ear. Um, so, yeah, that that's some interesting perspectives uh, from you guys. And uh, I generally agree with basically everything. So right, I'm looking through my now wet notes to, uh, <laughs> to see what else I want to talk about. So uh, this is fascinating and all. I'd love to talk about it when I get back. But can I have the is the time machine ready 
Yep, get in there and get going. Mike, uh, can I speak with you in the back, please? Uh, right. y- yeah, I guess so. Did we? Thank you. Lowering Alex, we myself just into this pasta. No, we gave him a fake time machine. Just lowering myself into this pasta, which is how we yeah, pronounce it over let... there. Have you been paying attention? I gave him. I, I sold him on a fake one. Come on, let's get the real one before he hey, figures it, it out. Well, it wasn't hundred percent clear to me. All right, let's go. Let's it was. Go. Ve- I was trying to be. It was very clear, but also that was like half an hour ago because he just would not stop talking about his life. No, I mean, go. listen. I mean, hey, hey, uh, guys, come over here. Come over here. You got the money. Adam. You got the money. You got yeah, the... here's here's fifty British mundans. Okay, which should account for ten U.S. dollars. Garrett, we believe we have ten dollars and fifty great British pounds. Look, King Charles on the front, Camilla on the back. Uh, oh wait, hold on. Do, do you got the do you got the Harry and Marco when you when you fold it? Check it, it out. Me? Look, Harry and Meghan on this side, nine eleven on this side. Holy shit! Yeah, they didn't forget either. It's a whole thing. You ever oh see my that god! One? That's a real I one. That that's do. not. It can't be a real. No, one. you fold I, up like a dollar bill. And it's not. That can't be a real thing. It oh is. my goodness! It is a real thing. Oh, yeah, you didn't I see mean, that in prison. I didn't believe it or not. I must have missed that era. <laughs> you weren't in prison in like the late two thousands. Uh, no, no, no. I think I... No, no, you're right. That timeline wouldn't make sense for you if you are who yeah. you... I think I know the guy who busted you, by the way. Yeah? Yeah. Private uh, inspector. Oh, fuck that guy. He sucks. <laughs> okay. We don't need to talk about him. Um, <laughs> just noticing that Jared is on our minds. <laughs> so, here's the money. Um, oh, thank you very much. You can get in that hot tub time machine and see you never. Okay. Where is it? Can you show it? Can you show us where it is? It's literally that hot tub right over there. You push it back, you put the button in, and you get in. Okay. Cool. So, this All right, hot, we'll figure it hot out. tub over here, teal and wood. Um, yeah. It's comfy. Push the oh, button. Oh, don't forget the bubble bath mixture. The bubble bath mixture. Okay. So, here we go. Okay. So, uh, uh, Garrett pours the bubble bath mixture on top of the empty hot tub and it's sort of like indiana jones style like depresses and unlocks and sort of spirals down into a spiral staircase it's actually more harry potter come to think of it but it's a secret entrance whoa shit there we go this is incredible i see why they call it legendary hot tubs so okay then are you gonna come down with us, or are we like on our own from this point? No, no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna wait till somebody else makes a higher bid and kick y'all out. Okay. Sounds good, guys. Let's get out of here. Let's get the time machine and go. Okay, let's. We gotta get down here before Joey sees oh, us. Oh, by that the guy way, was, guys, yeah. I gotta ask you a question. What's up, Garrett? We're sort of you halfway down into the the staircase here, but but what do you need? What? You want to buy pictures of my kids? Oh, no. Joe, no, no, Garrett, no. Go jump in the river. Let's go. We see Joey uh, cock Garrett. a rifle. To <laughs> <laughs> uh, be continued, never. We got to get out let's of here. Go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. And it closes behind us as we start going down this. Oh, shit. It's dark. Mike, do you have your uh, you have your torch that you carry? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Here we go. And I do mean <laughs> torch in the British flashlight. That's... Oh, oh, I um, have that I, one. Here yeah, you go, sorry. Mike. Okay. I got Yeah, don't I, light so a should I, Don't light a fire, fire down here until we know whether or not, you know, it's highly flammable. Got All it. right. Hold on. Let's don't see. Talk. 
<laughs> We've got a whole bunch of hot tubs down here. We've got yeah. hot tub disco ball, Dusty. hot tub dinosaur, cobwebs uh, all over these. Hot tub Vegas buffet. Wow, still full of shrimp. Uh, hot tub time machine. Hot tub. It's the fourth time one down because okay. I couldn't. I couldn't see any of the other f- thousands of funny names that are on here, but I'm not going to say. These are all the hot tubs that never sold. Wow, yeah. too specific, I guess. This one, look. This one has uh, what is that called? Like fiberglass mannequins of Ray, Frank, and Robert in it. Oh, I was wondering where that one went. So that you ah, can it's the always hot tub, hot clothes. Yeah, the hot tub, hot clothes. You can always reenact the scene in Frank's lounge. Yeah. What did you guys think of? By the way, I mean, you know, I, I guess we should uh, do the time machine first, but. Uh, no, no, no. Let's do the time machine after. We we got all the time. We have time machine. We have all the time in the world, literally. Mm-hmm. True. Um, what did you guys think of the scene where Marie and Frank, so talking about the scene where Marie and Frank are visiting Robert's apartment. I love the entrance that Ray has into that scene. Of ah. his, I like that we see him from the hallway, too. Two more women pass by, um, and then he opens, or the door opens, and it's Marie, and he jumps very, um, very edibly. Um, and uh, yeah, we mentioned like Frank, or somebody mentioned uh, Frank being like, I'm here for the broads. I uh, thought that was funny, like the contrast between him and Ray of like, Ray, very, very cagey, very defensive, Frank, not giving a fuck. Um, Sandy and Jessica. So the two women who arrive uh, to invite Robert to a party on the ninth floor, they're collecting money for snacks and drinks. Robert gives them a check. Who gives them a check? Who gives people who a gives check people for buying a check, snacks? Period. Yeah, it seems I mean, like, so this odd. is in the time before Venmo. They, Isn't that how pe- the El- they, they did it in Elden times? They obviously liked him, so I guess they went up for it. But like, these are hip young people. Like, just use cash. Why would they continue a, to like him after he said, "I'll go get a check." I'll, I'll go get a, my check. I thought he was being like coy. And, I'll go like, get my checkbook, and, and like, then he was going to yeah, come like, out in like a satin robe or something. But yeah, no. with like twenty bucks, like twenty no, bucks in the g-string. Right, dude wrote a check for ten bucks, and <laughs> the memo said snacks. <laughs> I, I, to be clear, I, I brought my checkbook for our time travel adventure. Should I not have done that? Is that not Mike, Mike. But, we just did, we spent like an hour looking for 20 bucks. What the hell? You had your what checkbook you the whole time. You could have written them a check. Yeah, but I don't. I, I, <laughs> you know what? Is, we'll go back in time and make it easier on ourselves. Yeah, well, yeah, at least we'll it, it wasn't our, it wasn't all our money, but you are going to have to pay me back for that Velveeta money. So anyway, I thought I, I would have loved to see the party. To be honest with you, I would I would have loved to see that party. I would have loved I to wish, see the party I could, too. Yeah. I wanted to see Robert dancing the night away with uh with all these people that he's. Do you come think to it meet. was actually like a rager party, or do you think it was like one of those adult like quote unquote parties where Oops. people sit around and you know we be forgot like, to invite every anyone except for Robert? Oh yeah. well, I guess we'll take. I off think our he clothes. meant a different sort know. of adult party. Yeah, um, where it's like just you know like you, a you dinner all, party. You have drinks, you walk around, you cheers, there are charcuterie boards. That's a great night, but I don't like it's different from the I feel like party. no, because they are still collecting money for snacks mm. and drinks, which seems like a young person yeah, thing to do. They're not they're collecting for snacks and drinks, not Gatorade and power bars. So how you know old, what kind of party it is. How old do we think Sandy and Michelle are? 
late 20s? So Robert's easily 10 to 15 years older than them. Yeah. No. Okay. How old is Robert? Uh, let me find the email. We have our we have it we have this saved somewhere. You would think and I would some... like put it at the top of my notes for reference, but no. Yeah. I just have to go look at the email. And who sent us this email again? We want to I want to give him as much credit as they deserve. Yeah, let me look at the email sent to us by Stuart Thompson in which he says that Ray's 20th anniversary school reunion based on 1977 graduation uh robert is four years older than ray meaning he would have been born in 1973 or he would have graduated in 1973 18 in 1973 mike would make him what in 1998 43 in this episode yeah okay so this is a 43 year old maybe they're early 30s i mean i don't know but still younger than the actors you know i could well, yeah, but the, I think they're they're intended to be younger, not because they want to say anything creepy, but because they want to, they want you know, to... look at attractive women, and that that's a part of it uh, for one reason or another. Uh, nineteen sixty three in nineteen ninety eight would be thirty five. Mm-hmm. So yeah, early to mid thirties, still mid-30s. younger okay, than that's a little, Robert. A little more appropriate though. And I think it is a singles community for like swinging singles. And, mm-hmm. you know, I got to imagine it's like a, you know, uh, said that, it said that on the busy sign. That's right. It did. So I got to imagine it's like two peaks, like younger people, younger people, younger people, middle life, fewer people are single and then maybe back up as male people nurses. get divorced. Male nurses. Yeah. Male nurses never single. You know, male nurses like to they're They're always get around. You're right. I, I stand corrected. Um. What was the question? Are they younger? How old are these women? What's we, the party I wanted like? to know. I wanted to know how crazy this party is going to be, and I think we determined that that would be depending on how old they are. Okay. Well, yeah. I mean, assuming, but I, I don't know. I mean, I guess older people can still have a. They rager. can get down. You're right. That was wrong. That was wrong of me to imply that. You're absolutely assume. right. They um, can go nuts. They can go nuts. I liked uh, the the them flirting with everyone flirting with Robert, all the women, Michelle, Sandy, and Jessica. Uh, Michelle calling him just to say hi and leaving a voicemail. I'm just going to say hi. 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 Play it again. And then um, Sandy and Jessica arriving to invite him to the party, and Jessica is like, you know, last time the cops came, we figured we'd just invite one. Uh, and that was pretty. That was pretty clever. That was cute. Robert like lit up. By the way. Uh, during that scene like he was he was loving the attention i thought it was a funny contrast too of robert at the start you know being kind of a grump about the women like michelle always coming over to borrow detergent and he's thinking about cutting her off off to force her to buy her own um to you know seeing him embrace the single lifestyle for sure for sure yeah i thought that uh, yeah i thought that was great i i just yeah, I deeply love this episode. This was a good one all all around. Yeah, really, very really enjoyable. Funny. Ray's right. going to do awful on the barometer, but as far as like the episode itself goes, awesome. Awesome. That's fair. Hey, here are the here's the hot tub time machine or rather here's three of them because I guess it came back from different times and it's just here. So oh, I that's, guess we okay. can just pick one. That's not going to cause a rift. That's, if that's we, probably not. If is it like we have to pick one and one of them is the 
one from our time and the other two are not and will tear a hole in the space-time continuum? I That's think fine. it just means that whichever one we choose, it'll eventually make its way back here at least two more times. If I had to guess. But with us in it? Or will I mean, we evaporate we in, in... Have we been in it the whole time? There's Cannonball! only one way to find out. Okay, oh. there might go. Okay. He chose the middle. We'll go in the middle one. Well, should we not just take mm. all three to be safe? We each get a hot tub time machine. We each... I mean, neato. three hot tub time machines, three loyal local government servants. I don't know. I feel like we've earned this. Yeah. Three for Dibs one? on lefty. Okay, I'll take the right. And Mike takes the middle. Mike cannonballing into an empty hot tub. Are you all right in there? No. Okay. Hey. And guys, uh, seven feet for cannonballs apparently is the recommended amount. It says that on the say bottom of the hot tub. It says it on the bottom. So as you were falling, you saw that rapidly approaching your face. And seven I feet said, is oh, the. Oh shit! Yeah. <laughs> like Ow. that image. Okay, so it says here that the instructions are, if you're hit in... Hit the button. Well, yes, hit the button, but you need to position yourself. It's not going to work if you don't position yourself over the jets so that you can... It just says so that you can flap. <laughs> Excellent. I got it. Okay. I'm ready to it. flap. Hold on. Wait, wait, wait. The uh, As we're stepping into this, the like wall is opening up in front of us, and what are these little... There's a rubber duck and a little vial of bath, bubble bath. Ooh. Okay. We gotta do a bubble tub. I guess this is, I mean, I guess this is how it works. It's all very magical and mysterious, but I mean, we just gotta go with it. If we, and, Let's do it. Okay. We just gotta go with it. Where are you guys gonna go, by the way? I'm going back to this morning so I can set up for ladies' night. I think I'm gonna go to last night. I, I really didn't get a good night's sleep, so I kind of want to take that one again. Okay, Mike, where are you going? I'm going to go bang Megan Mark. <laughs> no, he's not. He's going to go try. Bang. <laughs> I, I, That's I, think, the I think they call it shagging over there, Mike. I'm yeah. sorry. You're right. I got to know the terminology. Well, no, she's American. <laughs> okay. Well, if you're depending on when you're going back, she might have become acclimated to calling it shagging. But That's true. we'll have to see. Height of suits? Bang. <laughs> Post suits? The- All right, look, no matter what we do, let's all agree to meet at the town hall this morning at 1030. Let's go. Let's go. Oh, hi, guys. How was your minute, hour, day, year? I don't know how this works. It went pretty good. I'd say it went pretty good. Did you bang Meghan Markle? I did better than that. I got rejected by Meghan Markle, but. And that's with one T. That is correct, but I will say, there is now only one Ireland. We did it, boys. <laughs> Which Mike, how long were you gone? I, I was gone long enough to make, to set everything right. Which? Well, you do have stubble now, so it's been at least two months. Yeah. Which Ireland is it? East. E- oh, okay. Yeah. They went a yeah, third they way. Decide, they couldn't decide between Republic and North, so we just started over. We started. So the natural East. midpoint of that. Yeah, yeah. Well, that will never get elaborated on. Adam, how was your time? It was great. God, I, I actually lucid dreamed for the first time ever. It was amazing. I dreamt that I was in a hot tub store, and I felt like I was actually there 
walked around and met Jared. Um, it's just incredible. And then I, I flew and I woke up and I was here. How was your trip back into time, Alex? Good. Uh, I went back to yesterday morning. I set up for ladies night. Ladies night happened. And then ladies night may or may not have happened 26 more times. Whoa. And now, uh, now I'm here. <laughs> yeah, I will, I will say that even though it was several months ago, Megan did mention how excited she was to attend ladies night. So yeah. I'm, I'm glad that, uh, Mike, so, you should have been there. You could have been rejected all over again. I yeah, guess you could always go back. I could know. do that. I could do that. Yeah, but the rebels wanted another meeting, so I, I could only make it so much. Always and that was one of the things that actually brought them together, right? Was finally nailing down a day for ladies' night for Ireland. That's, that is correct. That is correct. Yeah. So I know it's Scotland, lady... but I know there was a proposal on the table to call it ladies' night or <laughs> lads. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no, that was that was uh, that was on the table, but that that got uh, that got that got given up. We'll do laddies night some other time. Well, because you're going so, over boys. to Scotland next to work out independence, right? Oh yeah, that's the move. That's the move. Who are you gonna so, shag over there? Shrek. Shrek. Shrek is Scottish, I suppose. Yeah, I guess. Donkey. I guess that's the goal. Mike yeah. Myers' dad. Yeah. Okay, sorry, Alex. You were saying. I'm gonna father Shrek. I was. I was just gonna. I'm move gonna father Shrek. He said. <laughs> <laughs> we found our said, episode title. Said, this is set on I'm gonna father Shrek. Loves Raymond podcast. I'm gonna father. I'm gonna take my time machine and father Shrek. Buy our shirt. So, boys, uh, here Grounded we are. Episode. Nice, nice and simple uh, adventure. Uh, we got Mike three hot tubs. And now we just have to set him up in his room. I think we stack him up one on top of the other. Triple but decker. Triple decker. Well, I guess the only thing left to do is the barometer, right? Yes. So let's turn over to our uh, barometer judges. And as they have always been. As we do every week. never always been this way. Uh, huh. Those three guys at the hot tub store from before. I left a microphone over there, so let's cut in their audio now. Thanks, Alex. As always, we're so glad to chime in on Everybody Loves Everybody Loves Raymond as we do every week ever since Ireland was reunified. Yes, I am uh, I'm Joey, and this is my best friend slash lover, Garrett. Aaron Gobra. As it's always been. I like my bussy. We stay at the bussy apartments. I'm Harry Potter, and I'd like to announce, of course, uh, just take a moment to announce I'm getting married tomorrow to the love of my life, Prince Harry who I've been in love with the whole time ever since I touched his philosopher's stone in the Chamber of Secrets. Uh, I think he should get that checked out. Prisoner of Azkaban? That's better. I, I've so, Ever since the first time I gobleted his fire... Order of the penis! And I half-boned that prince, and let me tell you, he was deathly hollow. Sounds like you guys are gonna have a cursed child anyway. <laughs> Anyway, let's talk about Ray. Just wanted to take him. I know we don't talk about our personal lives on the show, never have, and that's why it's only 35 minutes long, but just wanted to throw that out there. So the barometer, of course, as you know, is our classic rating system on which we rate Ray's performance as a husband, brother, son, father, um, perv, picture hanger, uh, all sorts of things, with 10 being the bad dads of sitcom history. No. Your... Alternate timeline. 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is going to make things way more confusing. With yeah. 10 being the bad dads of sitcom history, oh, like Tony Soprano or Steve Buscemi from Boardwalk Empire, I guess. I don't know. I've never seen the show. Um, mm-hmm. Joey, is there a third one that you can think of, a bad dad? Your dad, Voldemort, of course. That's right. Always been. Timeline. And one being the great, and one being the great dads of sitcom history, Dave Coulier, the dad from Full House, and his lovable, uh, non-related uncle played by Bob Saget, and uh, Steve Urkel, of course, the dad to Carl Winslow on Matters of the Family, and um, Garrett, can you give me one more? The dude from Duck Dynasty. The dudes, all of the dudes from Duck Dynasty, honestly, great guys in this time. Yeah, great dads. And of course, this this show is, as always, sponsored by Duck Dynasty, continuing Quack. for its 59th season on A&E. So that's the rating scale. What, uh, how is Ray coming in for you on this episode, Garrett? All right, I think I'm going to give Ray a six for this episode here. On the one hand, he had a hot tub in it, and that brings me up to all that. That's pretty damn good for me. On the other hand, you know, he, he wasn't too great to his wife, and I know with my husband, Joey, you know, it, it doesn't really go too well when, when you know, you're ogling another. That's a bad look. So I got to give him a seven. And you've never gotten in trouble for ogling anyone before, right, Garrett? I got to ask for one man and one man only. And that's Joey. And that's why you oh, won. shucks, honey. And that's why you won the Presidential Medal of Freedom and the Medal of Honor on the same day. Great oh, that's guy. That's a little crazy, but yeah, absolutely, I did. <laughs> Specifically for loving one man and one man only. <laughs> yes, that's right. You won the Medal of Honor for loving one man and one man only. Anyway, baby, what are you getting this? Yes, Joey, where's uh. Ray coming in for you on this episode? Ray, what the hell? God, he's an awful liar. I always feel like your spouse is someone you should always be honest with, bearing surprise parties or cult memberships. Ray wanted something, knew Deborah wouldn't like it, so lied poorly, probably knowing it would all come crashing down at some point. It would have been better to talk about the core issues and ask about the boundaries of their marriage instead of going about it the way he did. What a real shit job. Seven and a half. Seven and a half. So he's only two uh, two and a half points away from being the worst TV dad yes, of all you might time. Say, you might say it's a three and a half in an alternate so timeline. We've got a seven and a 7.5. For me, I think Ray, Ray's defensiveness and being so non-communicative with Deborah, hiding this from Deborah, was a really bad move on his part as a husband. Um, and I want to dock him a little bit for um, visibly recoiling upon the side of his mother. That's not a great son move. Um, and, uh, I mean, I'll, I'll give him some credit for being a good dad to Ali, adjusting his shoes and putting up with five golf balls in the toilet, or five more anyway, and for um, being a good brother to Robert after a fashion um, and in that last scene where Robert's being very sweet and saying, you know, at first I was, I actually was kind of depressed and I'm glad that Ray came around to spend time with me. We don't get to spend a lot of time together. And Ray sort of took advantage of that vulnerability. So it's not a full point for that one, but I'm going to give him, I feel like seven is a little too harsh. I'm going to give him a 6.5. So what does that average out to 
uh, Garrett. I'm uh, sorry, what is know. the median of that, Garrett, which will we take in this time? What is the median time? of that? <laughs> the median of that will be a seven. Okay, so the median, Ray's median score on the barometer this week is seven. All right. Back to you, Alex. And remember, Duck Dynasty. Sorry, I should have called it that before because I'm British. Duck Dynasty is premiering uh, next week at 1 Central. And it's always Central time all over the world on A&E. Thank you, Hari. Uh, all right. I think we're t- ready to uh, to start wrapping up uh, this week's episode of Everybody Loves Everybody loves Raymond. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Alex, can uh, I can I just one thing? And I, what's up? I Adam? didn't have all of this before, but since we got back this morning, I realized I had this huge file folder full of information about the actresses who were in this episode. I feel like I oh. kind of should give them a a little overview of the women, at least the named ones who are in this episode. Throw them in. Okay. So before we wrap up, I just want to do a classic rundown of the guest stars in this episode. There were seven, count them, seven women in this episode, of which four did not have any lines and are not credited, but three of them are. So we've got Michelle. Michelle's played by Betsy Monroe. Her first role was as stunning woman in Mrs. Doubtfire, which is kind of a misnomer because there's only one stunning woman in that movie, if you ask me, and her name is in the title. Um, She had a late 90s sort of run of sitcom guest stars. She was on this, Dharma and Greg, Mad About You. And most interesting, uh, she was in a 1997 TV movie called Breast Men, uh, which starred David Schwimmer and Chris Cooper as... Doctors who create breast implants, not plastic surgeons. Doctors who create breast implants. And the tagline to that movie is two young doctors with a dream of making it big, really big. Which also stars country musician and Julia Roberts' husband, ex-husband, Lyle Levitt. Sorry, husband in this universe. Uh, Her last role was in 2001, and she's now a yoga instructor and Reiki practitioner. Yeah, that's awesome. Janelle Parody, who played Sandy, also worked on a lot of sitcoms. 1995 to 2000, kind of. Her last role was in a TV movie called Running Mates, where a mustacheless Tom Selleck is a governor running for president, sort of a welcome to Mooseport sort of thing. Tagline to that movie is See Tom Run. Uh, and she also star, and that movie also stars Robert Culp, who played Deborah's dad, Warren, on this television program. Um, interesting about her, her son Tristan is a virtuoso piano prodigy. He is uh, apparently an amazing pianist. Um, And finally, Jessica's last one who's credited in this episode, played by Kelly Rebecca Walsh, um, who, you know, also had a few of these sitcom guest roles. Um, Like, I think she did a Law & Order SVU as well. Um, But one thing that she was in was a TV movie called How to Marry a Billionaire, A Christmas Tale. No tagline. Um, not a lot of roles mid-2000s on, but recently she directed and starred in a short film that had a little festival run. So good for her. We love to see it. Those are the women that are credited in this episode. Mike is looking at me with the deadest eyes of anyone I've ever seen. I'm very sorry. But this is... the. I know. In, I, yeah. in this timeline, you hate women. That's correct. It's the one thing that didn't change. <laughs> <laughs> Ouch. You know uh, but yeah, I just I just wanted to get that in there because this these files were really weighing me down. I appreciate that. 
Okay. All right. So uh, that, that, that'll that about wrap us up for this episode of Everybody Loves, Everybody Loves Raymond. Please remember to uh, subscribe to us wherever you're listening to us. Leave us a rate and review if you feel like being nice. Uh, and um, don't forget to uh, uh, subscribe to the Baronis Zonus. Link to that in the description below. Postfund.org slash donate. We just did Welcome to Mooseport on that so you guys should go listen to that yeah that was a fun movie to talk about welcome a lot of thoughts welcome mooseport is great it's sort of like a running mates sort of story in this dimension welcome to mooseport is an excellent movie (laughs) now if you'll excuse us we're gonna go play around with our time machines a little more and how do you figure it's all going to end up changing everything back to normal next week. That's just kind of how it goes. Yeah, these, the law of time. These things have a way of completely resetting and not affecting anything else moving forward. So forget about this. It's not going to come back later. The one thing ever. that doesn't change, though, is that you can follow us on Facebook at Barone Zone. Follow us on Instagram and threads at Barone.Zone. And email us at Raymond at PostFun.org if you have something you want to tell us. So... We we're eager to hear your thoughts and opinions on us and our voices. <laughs> yes, if <laughs> That's you're it. if you're from Britain, maybe you have a couple of comments on somebody and their performance in this episode, but we won't know unless you tell us. You know us. what? Blame J.K. Rowling. Blame J.K. Simmons. The most we're going to get angry letters about is East Ireland. That's that's where we're going to get everybody pissed off. At. This they, is going to be great. They didn't email us about the um, Sunday Bloody Sunday drag show. Yeah. Yeah, that's a true point, I suppose. And all that's left to do is our classic sign-off. You know it, I know it. Well, you may not know it, but that's okay. And that sign-off goes, everybody loves Raymond. And we love you. you.